welcome back. I am Pink Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Pregnant pause acquired. Okay. And I'm Purple Dragon. Uh, we have a lot to say, but we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> this is the worst intro. We're so good. We're so good at what we do, guys. Thank you for joining us. Our topic uh, numero uno for this week is. Uh, oh, it's very folded. Okay. Oh, it's. I don't know what this one. This is one of my other ones. Oh God, it's full on. What's <laughs> 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 You are a burglar, and it's crossed out. And down below it says, you're a burglar, comma. But instead of stealing things, you do things to mildly inconvenience your victims. I love this already. What is your crime? Think Amelie. First of Have all. Have you seen Amelie? It's one of my, again, one of my favorite movies. There's so many favorite movies, you guys. It's like, oh yeah, easily my top 25 favorite. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, for those of you, can I explain Amelie? Oh, absolutely. For those of you who are as yet unaware, Amelie is a French film that I believe came out in the early 2000s. It is a beautiful movie, spectacularly well done. It is in French, but it's totally worth reading all the subtitles if you're, if you're not a subtitle type person. It's about a young woman who falls in love and on her adventure of being brave enough to introduce herself to the man she falls in love with she decides to help people she's given signs by the universe that she is supposed to help people and she does it entirely in secret but the opposite side of the coin is that some people need help some people need to be put in their place a little bit so she goes around kind of making these secret gestures to make people happy but also mildly inconvenience people so there's like <laughs> Spoiler alert, brief spoiler alert, there's a scene where she, like, switches the size of a guy's slippers to make him think his feet are shrinking, <laughs> and she changes the sides of his door where his handles go, so the outside handles on the inside, so he goes to open it and he, like, misses the door entirely. It's great. And I already know what my answer to this question <laughs> is, so I get to go first. Yes, because I have no idea. Brief backstory, as is apparently my want. <laughs> when I was younger... My dad would, like, he loved cars when we were little, and he still does. Um, he's kind of calmed down a little bit. I think he's more into lasers now. That's a story for another time. <laughs> but whenever he wanted a new car, he would get upset that he couldn't just go out and get a new car. As, you know, because sometimes, like, oh, I want a new blender. I'll just go out and get a new blender. It's not the same with cars. You can't just go out and get a new car because you got, like, people to feed and Okay. So, oh, I didn't start the timer. Oh, oh well, going? yeah, yeah, it's fine. Anyway, he would, instead of going out and getting a new car, he would just rearrange the furniture in the house. So we would go grocery shopping. My big sister and I would go grocery, and me would go grocery shopping with my mom. Me? I? Doesn't matter. It's I. I, it's I. <laughs> because I would go grocery shopping. My sister and I would go grocery Okay. Anyway, <laughs> that's my mom talking in my brain. And we would come home to the furniture in entirely different places than it had been before. Often whole rooms had been moved. Dining room now where the living room is, TV where the dining room was, living room and a whole other floor of the house. Like my dad would just move all of the furniture. <laughs> and we'd walk in and kind of be like, 
dad wants a new car? <laughs> okay. So I thought about it a lot and I saw something on Tumblr once that I thought was brilliant where you don't actually move all of the furniture noticeably. You just move everything like two inches to the left. <laughs> So that the person who's used to walking around the corner of the wall and then moving around the table mm -hmm. will stub their toe every time until they get used to it or just move it back when they yeah. get used to it. And so they stub their toe again. Like, <laughs> I think that's absolutely brilliant. That would be great. Yeah. Just break into people's <laughs> houses when they're like on vacation and move their furniture an inch to the left. <laughs> Something's not right here. Something's not right. I don't know what it is. But you, like, go to sit down and you just miss the couch entirely. That's what I would do. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very, like, mustache-curlingly vindictive, but it's fun. How about you? So I'm trying to think of ways to mm. annoy my boyfriends. Excellent. Because it's very new, us living together. Mm -hmm. Just a few months. Yeah. And How's it going so far? Good. 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 I mean, he... So the one thing he does... <laughs> Caveat. It's not bad. It's not bad. Good. Um, so he likes leaving hangers everywhere. Like <laughs> like when he's getting for work, like he takes out his work shirts out here and he like just like puts them on the ground or puts them on the couch. And like <laughs> somehow there's like three or four. I don't know how he's doing this. So I've started to put like hangers under his pillow mm, and like excellent. just like on his side of the bed and like <laughs> Under his blankets, you know, just like, just put hangers in like spots that would annoy him. But then he started doing it to me because the other night I found hangers on yeah. the We have a thing now. It's a hanger thing. So. Okay. Confession. <laughs> Confession that's not really mine. I'll just say that I know a person who does this with their husband. She'll know who she is. Um. Whenever they have, like, a fight or a spat or anything, this friend of mine will put boogers, like, on the <laughs> underside of his steering wheel so that when he goes to get in the car, he's like, uh, ah, ah, his hands are just covered in boogers. But then he does it to her as well. Like, he'll put things on, like, the underside of a collar of hers. So if she mm -hmm. goes to, like, fix her collar, she's just like, ah, oh, boogers! They call it boogering. <laughs> Um, That's amazing. I believe it was born of Drop Dead Fred. <laughs> Another excellent film that if you haven't seen it. I have not it, seen that since I was a kid. I loved it, though. So good. It's, I, need yeah. to, I need to revisit that one. Yeah. My parents thought imaginary that Imaginary friends. Yeah. It's they, all good. They thought that that would help with my imaginary friend situation. It did not. It only made it worse. <laughs> because now my imaginary friend had imaginary friends. <laughs> I was the most extra kid in the world, and it was great. Okay. Um, another thing, because mm. I mentioned his giant movie collection. Yes. <laughs> um, everything has to be perfect mm -hmm. and in order. Mm -hmm. So I would like unalphabetize un un things <laughs> just a little bit, just a little, just bit. a little bit. So he wouldn't. Yeah. So he'd be like, you know, like yeah. this is supposed. Oh, there it is. Like, how yeah. is that? You know, just ever so slightly, <laughs> because he's, he gets very anal about his. <laughs> His order. His, his order, sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so yeah. I'll probably do that too. Excellent. Or like like if it's color coordinated, just move one thing mm -hmm. to a slightly different position and see if they notice. 
Um, but, but let's see, to annoy other people that aren't my boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe just, like, go into their kitchen, because everyone has their, like, special, like, places yeah. in their kitchen. Just, mm-hmm. like, reorganize it a yeah. little bit. Put the silverware in a totally different drawer. Yeah. And put, like, something you never... Put, like, a chafing dish in the silverware drawer. Cause... Or even just, like, fill it with, like, bananas. <laughs> Drawer full of bananas. <laughs> gotcha. I'm the banana burglar. Um, you could uh, you could jelly every doorknob. Ooh. Yeah. So that they can't get in. <laughs> that's a really good. That's a good one. I've done that before. Where you like, I did that to my sister once. My sister and I were not the best of friends when we were growing up. We're great now. I love my sister to death. She's like my best friend. But um, when we were growing up, we were two and a half years apart. So I worshipped her, and she hated me, and it was just this dynamic between us of, like, me trying to get her approval and her stepping on me as much as she could, and then feeling bad and, like, making amends for it, but she she really, really got my goat one time, and I told her that someone was here, and I very, I, like, had preemptively done this. I had taken Vaseline and just put it all around the outside of our front door. <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, there's a package out front that you have to sign for. And I was like nine, so she couldn't <laughs> have been more than 12 at the time. Like, why would you need a 12-year-old to sign for a package? But she fell for it. Ha-ha. And I, she, like, went outside, and I just closed the door gently behind her, and she couldn't get in for 20 minutes. <laughs> I locked all the other doors, but she had to, like, take off her, like, her outer shirt and yeah. wipe as much of the doorknob off as she could. <laughs> that was a really satisfying one. Nice. Or um, you could uh, you could Steve Buscemi the house where you replace certain pictures with Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Is it Buscemi or Buscemi? Buscemi. Buscemi. Yeah, Buscemiing. You just Buscemi the house. Just certain pictures, or maybe just cut out his face and put them on like family mm-hmm. portraits, just like in the background, like hey. So that's <laughs> another really good one. That's more of a prank than a crime. It's just a lot of inconvenience people. Take all but two spoons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. This is this is how interesting of a person I am. I can't think <laughs> of anything. I'm like, oh, that's too mean. I don't want to do that to anybody. <laughs> um. Like again, my my brain is going immediately to like summer camp, like short sheeting and <laughs> like um. One thing that I liked that Amelie mm. did mm. was she changed the light bulb to like a slight, like a dimmer, like <laughs> one that rang. Yes. <laughs> like, um, or she changed out his toothpaste for his foot cream. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, classic. Or the the pin in the the cording. Oh, that's right. But I think that's probably more dangerous. That than was a little. Else. That was a little mean. Yeah. That I mean, I like he deserved. Like yeah. he was. He's, he deserves he's it. He's kind of awful. Yeah. That was dangerous, though. Yeah, it was dangerous. Dangerous, Amelie. <laughs> um, have you ever heard of gnoming? Possibly. This great and mighty sport of small-town America. <laughs> it's where you go around. <laughs> Again, lived in a really boring town. You go around and you liberate lawn gnomes from their gardens. And you set them out in the wild and you <laughs> just put them somewhere like that person might eventually see them mm-hmm. and be like, 
how did you get here? But like, <laughs> like the roaming gnome in Amelie. Yeah, yes. Um, but there's the opposite of gnoming, which is going and collecting all of the gnomes that you can find, or flamingos or what have you. Mm. Nativity scenes work as well. Um, and just picking someone's yard to deliver them all. <laughs> so they wake up and there's just an army of gnomes in their front yard. Like, in front of the door, you can even duct tape little, like, spears into their hands <laughs> and stuff. And I saw that once. That one, they got in trouble for that. But, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a beautiful sight to beheld. It was beheld, behold, whatever. That one's fun. Gnoming. Nice. It's also illegal. It's called theft. Well, but... you, can, you can buy, maybe there's a gnome sale. Yeah. And you can buy some gnomes. Yeah. And... Just, there, yeah, just just know someone. Yeah, there was a a website a couple years back where you could send like a giant bag of poop to someone anonymously, and, it was, and when they opened it, it would like break out the bottom of the bag and That's cover awful. their yeah. And there was the pink flamingo website where they would just deliver fifty pink flamingos to their front lawn. And there was also a glitter mm-hmm. a glitter one mm-hmm. where you open up the package and glitter just yeah <laughs> yeah just all up in your all face. over in your face, which. I kind of did to myself last <laughs> Halloween. God, that was a mistake. I cleaned my bathroom recently for the first time in a while. And it wasn't bad. It was just like there were some dust bunnies here and there. But I picked up a dust bunny and underneath it was just a mountain of glitter. Because last Halloween I went as the solar eclipse. <laughs> Naturally, I needed glitter for that. And I just decided to do it in my bathroom because I didn't want to go down to the garage. Yeah, I'm still finding glitter everywhere in my bathroom. And I don't own a vacuum. I just have to brush and hope I'm getting it all. You, no, you're not. No. Nope. <laughs> you're not. I keep finding glitter, like, on my collarbones and, like, my neck and stuff. And I don't know where it's coming from. I'm just under attack. <laughs> Very sparkly attack. Uh, Ready for the next topic? Yes. Because I'm now I'm still trying to think of like mildly inconvenient things, but <laughs> we can come back to it. Too. We'll come back to it, yeah. If we think of anything else, okay. I'll actually use the timer this time. Oh, this one just landed. Oh, between my fingers. <gasps> it's meant to be. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, my handwriting, guys, is. Uh... Oh, this is the '90s oh, yes! toys one. Oh my gosh. Okay. So it is only the strong survived '90s toys. Discuss. <laughs> One word for you, and it is one word, shrinky dinks. Because, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the instructions for shrinky dinks were draw a picture on this special paper, cut it out under adult supervision, period, <laughs> put it in an oven, and then when it shrinks down, reach into the oven and pull it back out. <laughs> Only the scissors were specified to be under adult supervision. (laughs) I remember reading that and going, awesome. I don't need my mom there. I could even just use the toaster oven. Perfect. Definitely burned two of my fingers. Thank you, Shrinky Dinks. And it like because it was the 90s, my mom wasn't like, we're suing Shrinky Dinks. She was like, well, you learned your lesson, didn't Mm -hmm. you? Yeah. I did. (laughs) I had giant, like, puffy fingertips for the next three days because my dad just, like, wrapped up my fingers. I just walked around like this. Half Yoda. Yeah. 
Um, so this wasn't a 90s toy. Mm. But you know about lawn darts. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and all of the hospital visits they yeah. inspired. Yes. Um, we were talking, I was talking about this with a friend mm-hmm. who's around 45 or so. Mm-hmm. And they had, he had them when he was a child. Mm-hmm. And he would, they would actually throw them at each other <laughs> to see if they would yeah. hit. I mean, God, like, how do you're you not put, hear like, that story and you're like, I bet I can get it in your leg, you know. Yep. On you're, a, you're throwing a big spike around. Yeah. I mean, come on. What do you expect to happen? How do you expect happen? that to not go horribly <laughs> bloody and, like, screaming, crying wrong? It's just, yeah, kind of like, um, you remember when they sold trampolines without yep. the net? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And we used to play this game called Crack the Egg, <laughs> where one person sits in the middle with their knees tucked up to their chest and tries to stay tucked up while their friends are jumping in a circle around them. Like, eight or nine kids, I remember their feet just coming down <laughs> next to my face. Yep. <laughs> Some of them were wearing shoes. You know, you're not supposed to wear shoes no. on a trampoline, but those rules were disregarded. And, like... Yeah, deadly. There was also the uh, skippets. Mm, I loved my skippet. I did too. <laughs> I did too. And then one day my like... dad was just like, you can't play with this anymore. Like, Why? Some girl dislocated her knee and they're dangerous. <laughs> what? <laughs> Some girl apparently. And this goes back to the, uh, this is totally that kid's fault. But some girl apparently was trying to set a Guinness World Book of Records score or rec- record if you will on her skippet and for those of you who don't know a skippet was a plastic ring that you put around your ankle and then it was a like a a plastic rope chain thing <laughs> ro- uh, with plastic. a yeah like a like a cord tube tube it was like um like it's a, just a like long a, piece of plastic yeah and a big ass <laughs> ball at the end like a mace that you wear around your foot and you would swing whatever foot and it was on the from... the theme song is just ringing through my head. Mm-hmm. Skip it, skip <laughs> it. <laughs> That's all I remember. Yeah. I'm sure there's more words in there. But, but it's basically, like, skip it. You bas- it was like a, a, a ropeless jump rope. Because you would spin one foot. You would kind of jump up and down. And it would spin. And you would jump over it with the other foot. So they marketed it as a form of exercise. And like, oh, get your kids active because it yep. was like, again, like the Clinton administration, eat more broccoli type thing. <laughs> and uh, they were so much fun. And you would like switch ankles so you didn't get one like massive yeah. calf mm-hmm. muscle. And like mine had a ribbon that came out of it the longer you were skipping. Ooh, mm-hmm. So that you could ribbon. have more people skipping with you. What? It was magical. Awesome. It was called a party skip it. Uh, yeah, it was, I didn't have any friends though, so I was I was the only one like with a giant say, ribbon spinning. That would be me. That would be me. With the cat sitting at the outside of the circle, going like batting at it with his fat paw. But this girl like just decided that the Guinness World Book of Records would know that she had been using her skip it skip skip skipping skipping. I don't know for like six hours. And she just went and went and went. And finally her mom was like, Brittany, dinner's ready. And she stopped her skip-it leg. And it just, like, collapsed underneath her. ah. It dislocated her knee because she hadn't switched legs. And apparently she had some kind of, like, bone disorder or something. That was what I remember reading later because I actually looked this up. 
But yeah, it was just like, why would you do that? Why would you skip it for six hours straight? Uh, uh, yeah, especially with the bonus daughter. I think yeah. her parents should have. was asking for trouble. <laughs> Come on, guys. Somebody needed to nip that in the bud. Wow. Um, so this else. is not another night. Oh, wait. No, I do have a 90s toy. Yeah. Moon shoes. I was just going to say moon shoes. Moon shoes are like, they broke ankles, yeah. apparently. Yeah. I Absolutely really want I ask my parents for moon shoes all the time. <laughs> they look like so much fun. They do look like fun for It's like sure. trampolines for your feet, basically. Yeah. Yeah. They make you a little bit taller too, yeah. which is cool. Um pogo sticks. Which pogo sticks. I had a pogo stick. I, I could never too. properly I could yeah. never pogo. I re- I remember that Christmas morning, man. That was the biggest present I'd ever gotten. Mm. It was also the Christmas that I got two Weird Al CDs in Ooh, one Christmas That haul. is an excellent Christmas. Best Christmas ever. Well, almost. But I went downstairs like you do when you're like seven or whatever. And I saw this like massive long package. And I was like, oh, but it kind of looks like a keyboard. I played the <laughs> piano when I was little. So I should have been excited that I was getting a keyboard. But I was like, man, what an pogo stick. And then I actually went down and opened it and it was a pogo stick. And I like on Christmas day ran outside in my pajamas and my slippers. And I just, is this going to be a a Christmas story? Ralphie shooting his IO story. I I just like pogo sticked, pogo stuck. I pogoed. Pogoed. There it is. Pogoed. I pogoed up and down the driveway for like 20 minutes. And then I was like, I don't know how to stop, so I just kind of, like, stopped <laughs> bouncing and, like, woo, like, fell backwards. And so my dad has a bunch of pictures of me, like, mid-pogo with my hair, like, flying yeah. around all crazy in my pajamas. And That's I look awesome. blissfully happy. <laughs> I think the next time I looked that happy was when my best friend was taking a picture of me wearing a Yoda hat at Disneyland <laughs> when I was 25. Good times. <laughs> Yeah, but awesome. pogo sticks like the only other memory I have of a, of a pogo stick that is at all memorable is from the movie Tremors. Oh my, seen that movie? Uh, yes, it's the best. I get one of my sister's Christmas present this year. I craft, so I made her a cross stitch that says, "Here's some Swiss cheese and some bullets." <laughs> oh, I need to watch that again. It's the best line in the movie. Yeah. He just walks up and says it, and then he, yeah, he hands Kevin Bacon like a little wrapped package. But the little girl pogo sticks in that, and I think that was shortly before, like, my parents let me watch that movie right after I got my pogo stick, mm-hmm. and I didn't touch my pogo stick for a while, because <laughs> I was really afraid I was just going to get sucked into the ground through the cement, and why not? But, uh, yeah, pogo sticks, dangerous creatures. Mm-hmm. Mm, dangerous, dangerous. There's another thing from, like, the 60s that I was thinking about. The thing I was thinking about was the chemistry sets, like, the science, and they came with, like, some serious, like, horrible chemicals, like, Like, deadly chemicals. Yeah, like, why would you give this to children? Oh, my gosh. And it just says, here, have fun. Yep. Like, yeah, mixed chemicals. Mm -hmm. Who knows? (laughs) And as much as I'm, like, children need to hurt themselves when they're young to understand that there is danger in the world, and it's, like, a developmental Mm -hmm. process, like, for growing, there's also a limit... (laughs) <laughs> like you shouldn't just give your kids chemicals and tell them to have at it like we'll be back in an hour don't do anything I wouldn't do um there was another one that was like a um a sword or something 
that Hasbro got in trouble for selling that was like a movie toy. Or maybe it was a bow and arrow. Um, that was the other thing. Was they actually taught archery in schools. Which I was always super jealous. Because mm-hmm. I never got... To, they like stopped teaching archery in school right before I got to that class level. Oh man. I, ne- I, I didn't have that in my school at all. I, I would be so down for that. Yeah. I fired a bow and arrow once with my friend Leanna. Hey girl. And... Like, her dad is, like, big into hunting, and he Mm -hmm. hunts elk and stuff, and that's, like, he's responsible about it, so that's cool. Whatever floats your boat. But she was like, yeah, Dad, I'll come hunting with you if I can have a bow and arrow, (laughs) because she loves Lord of the Rings, so she was like, I'm an elf. Damn it. So he got her bow and arrow, and it was freezing. We went outside in the middle of, like, December or something, and we were shooting at a target in her backyard, and I I never actually hit the target, but it lit this fire in me to like learn how to shoot a bow and arrow so i have a bow you do i have to show it to you i'm gonna sell it what because i just maybe you will be selling it to me maybe it's a nice one Mm. (laughs) we shall see (laughs) but um yeah i'll show it to you awesome um because i really enjoy oh yeah yeah go ahead sorry i just remembered another 90s toy i wanted to mention um i really enjoy the bow and arrow but Mm -hmm. i'm just I have other mm-hmm. things I want to focus on, and yeah, I mean I like doing it, but it's not like a thing. I keep yeah. using arrows, so I'm like yeah. running out of arrows. I'm like I don't want to buy more arrows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's it's gained a lot of popularity. And in I, the last I do really, of years. W- I do really well mm-hmm. with it. But I'm just like, we'll have to uh, we'll have to check it out. Yeah, I'm gaining quite a collection of dangerous skills. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a bullwhip a couple months, like six months ago, and I've been practicing with it. And I can do a couple different cracks, which is cool. And as I'm sitting here telling you about it, I'm like imagining I'm doing the cracks with my hand and nobody can see. I can um, see it. She can see I it. I can see it. It looks cool. <laughs> I'm basically Indiana Jones uh, or Catwoman, whichever. But yeah, I want, because I have a bullwhip and then I have, well, Nerf guns aren't really dangerous unless they're in somebody who knows how to use them with hands. <laughs> I have pretty good aim with a Nerf gun. I've shot all of the Pringles cans off the shelves in my room. I have a lot of Pringles cans for crafting reasons. And I'll just set them up in different places and sit on my bed and, like, shoot them down because I got two six shooters for mm-hmm. Christmas. Good deal. Thanks, nice. Costco. Um, but, yeah, with, like, the Hunger Games and, and Daryl Dixon from The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, archery has come into quite quite a swell of popularity. But I also had a mini bow. Oh, did you like really? Like a mini, like, crossbow. Like a crossbow? It, was, it was too hard to pull back, though, so I'm like... Yeah, crossbows are... They have a heavy pullback. Yeah, even the tiny they, ones, which I didn't yeah, even think about. Because they're shooting <laughs> bolts at, like, 300 miles an hour. Something ridiculously mm. awesome. So cool. The last 90s toy I wanted to mention, which is actually the one that inspired this topic, was a shaved ice machine where... I mean, imagine shaved ice... It's shaved, which implies that there are blades involved. <laughs> and this one in particular, I saw a picture of it online that I was like, oh, we got to talk about that. Because I remember a friend having this. It's a machine you put your bowl under or your cone or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you drop your ice cubes in. But to make it more accessible and faster, they made it so you could put like a handful of ice cubes in at a time. Well, if you can put a handful in... <laughs> You can also put a hand in, (laughs) and it goes straight into the blades. And I remember looking down and seeing, like, the blade, like, is it like a meat grinder? Yeah, (laughs) like Sweeney Todd Light, and just just being like, yeah, my whole hand would fit in there. 
And I looked in my hand, and then I looked at the opening, and I very slowly put my hand in my pocket, because I have very dangerous tendencies, um, like jumping off the back of speeding boats. It's a James Bond thing. But, yeah, shaved ice machine. Just decided that was... Oh. I'm sorry, I just got a text message. This <laughs> From my buddy, Lone Star A. And I don't know why he's texting me. What? Oh. He thinks I had a date that I didn't tell him about. I didn't. Um, <laughs> I watch movies. I call it date night. Um, so, yes. Dangerous 90s toys. If you have a toy that you survived and you are from <laughs> an era of dangerous toys, please let us know on our Facebook page. It's linked to our Instagram. Or let us know on Instagram. Mm -hmm. We would love to hear from you guys. Um... Should we do it in this episode or the next one that we talk about, like, them sending us topics? Well, I just said it. You guys can send yeah. us topics if you want. <laughs> and we'd love to hear from you guys. Let us know what you want us to talk about because we don't know what we're talking about. No idea. On that note, I'm Purple Dragon. <laughs> I'm Pink Rabbit. And good night. Good night. Goodbye. Good, goodbye. Yes, end of episode. Bye. Bye.